Yo, this is Jerry Sylvester, and you're listening to For Those Who Know. This season, we'll talk with artists, musicians, and other creatives, journalists, educators, and anyone else who's contributing to the culture, pushing the needle and stretching the margins. From one-on-one conversations to roundtable discussions, covering everything from hip-hop to quantum physics. Wait. Wait, okay, no, not actual quantum physics, okay? But if you're unfamiliar with black culture, then it might just sound like it. (laughs) Addressing the world the only way we know how, talking about it. Everybody has a story to tell. These are just the ones you should know. Let's go. Yo, we're going to start things off like this. If this is your first time listening, where you been? If you're returning... Welcome back. This is episode six, and you're listening to For Those Who Know. As always, I'm Jerry Sylvester. Yo, we uh, do not have a special guest today, um, but this is a very special episode to me. Um, As I said, this is episode six, and, you know, six is my favorite number. It's my lucky number. It has showed up repeatedly in my life. Um, at different places and stages and in different ways and forms. And so I kind of wanted to do something a little different um, for the sixth episode. And it just so happened that today is also Mother's Day. It is 9.15 in the morning. It's Sunday. I wanted to, I wanted to you know, record this, this little piece yesterday, or last night rather, but... Uh, my roommate was playing the boy's mind at ignorant levels, and um, I was unable to. But, uh, yo, shout out to Tom, man. Yo, don't change for anybody. <laughs> um, but before, you know, I, I, I hop into, you know, some of the stuff I kind of want to, you know, expound on. Shout out to Andrew um, for coming through and rocking with me, man, on episode five. Um, that was a really dope episode. I really enjoyed um, his honesty and his candor. He told me, you know, he got a lot of, um, you know, feedback, you know, some positive, um, some negative, just about the ways in which he was talking about the art world and um, the scene and just um, being black in that scene and how, you know, there's some black artists who wouldn't have sat down with me and had that conversation. And so, um you know that was that was that was really uh that was a really big moment for him and for me and for the show and you know at the end of the day yo you know the truth needs to be told and stories need to be told um you know that are honest and open um and real and uh yo i just really appreciate him coming through and um you know yo and just and just keeping it funky with me um that was really dope so, uh, you know, everyone else who has, you know, been continuing to listen and support the show, yo, thank you so much for, uh, you know, for the response that we're getting and, um, yo, continue to, you know, continue to rock with us and I'm going to continue to, uh, to hold y'all down, you know, um, week by week with, uh, you know, great storytelling and content. And, um, let me see what else we're paying the bills before I kind of hop into this. Um, yo, this won't be a long episode. I know my last few have been, uh, to some extent, excruciatingly long. Um, I kind of apologize. Not really. Um, 
here's my reasoning. So in the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, they're so long, no one's gonna listen. And that's and that's true. Like you may not listen to like an episode over an hour or an episode over two hours. And I remember I had a conversation with um, a friend of mine, Carly Hustle, and she was just like, yo, this is long form entertainment. Um, you know, but like forget trying to correct every single mistake, you know, um, isolate every, you know, verbal mishap and pitch. Um, yo, just just do the show, um, be dope, you know, and and you know, and people are gonna listen, they're gonna listen. And that's kinda how I feel about it, especially now, you know, where where six episodes deep. And for me, yo, this is about telling stories. This is about sharing, um, you know, depths of people's perspectives and their um, politics, their identities, um, you know, their beliefs, right? That is what the show's about, you know, and it's very interesting. Um, over the last few months, you know, people... People, friends, you know, they're asking me, you know, really, what is this show? Like, you know, describe it. And, you know, if I can, if I could, you know, scale it down to a very bare bones, um, you know, description. Yo, really, I just want to tell dope stories. That's it. I'm a storyteller. Um, in any and every capacity of, of my creative self, I have always told stories, and this is just another, um, you know, faction of being able to do that, you know. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy, and I love, and I'm excited to sit down with people, you know, each week, and talk about their lives, and talk about their art, talk about their passions, um, talk about their hurt and their pain, and give it to you. Because my, my ultimate, ultimate belief is that you're going to hear something that's going to resonate with you and that's going to connect with you um, and that's going to encourage you and help you and, and push you. Because um, that's what I get from it, you know, sitting on the opposite side of the table. That's exactly what, what I get from um, having these conversations. Um, I, don't really, I don't really see them as, as, as interviews, right? They're, they're more like, you know, deep and intense conversations. And, yo, I just appreciate just the level of candor that people are willing to um, expound on. And, um, yeah, like, that's that's what this is for. So I say all that to say, like, look, some episodes may just be long. Um, you know, I, <laughs> shout out to my friend Mahalia. I tell her all the time, like, yo, you don't have to listen to it in one sitting, yo. Like, Break it up, you know, come back to it. It's not going anywhere, you know. Take your time, sit with it, digest it. But, yo, know, you don't have to try to bang it out all at once. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little OD, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you don't live in a place where, um, you know, you commute, you know, long distances of time throughout your day. Like here in New York, like I can do that. Right? I can sit on the train and I can listen to like an hour, two hour episode um, and it's cake for me because I'm not going anywhere. Like that time's gonna pass either way, right? So, so that's kind of my thought on like the the long episodes, and you know, 
either way, I appreciate y'all listening and, you know, you're commenting and, you know, um, of the shows and of the episodes, man. So what's up? Um, I'm sitting here, you know, I'm drinking caramel vanilla tea um, out of my Black is Beautiful mug that I picked up at the Studio Museum in Harlem. Um, you know, for once in the last couple of days, the sun is actually shining, right? Birds is chirping. Uh, it's Mother's Day. Um, yo, I don't go to church on Mother's Day. Not because I have an issue with church um, or that I even have an issue with mothers. I love both of those, right? Um, it's just, yo, I, I remember, um, okay, full context, full disclosure, you know, my mother passed away um, 2011. And, you know, I, I haven't been to church on the Mother's Day since she passed away. And I remember, you know, it was relatively close after her passing, um, maybe a year. And I remember a friend at the time was like, hey, you know, are you, are you going to church? And I was kind of like, nah, I kind of feel like when I go to church on Mother's Day, People are throwing their moms in my face. <laughs> and like I said it, yo, she was devastated that she had even asked me that question. And like I joked it off. I was playing. Um, and, I, you know, and to some extent, like I'm only like partially being facetious about it, you know. But but really, you know, it, it because it is very celebratory, uh, which is beautiful and it's dope. And it's, you know, and it's also, you know, the spiritual component. Um, but I. I I kind of take Mother's Day really for myself, and I find ways to honor my mother um, personally. You know what I mean? Like um, I call my grandmother. You know, which is which is very different than you know maybe how I'd have done things. You know, five or six years ago. Like yeah, I, I'm, I probably would have called my grandmother or some of my aunts at some point. You know, but on Mother's Day, like the closest I can be to the source is my mama's mama. You know what I mean? So I'll call her and I'll sit and I'll talk with her. Um, you know, I'll, I'll talk to my sister and I'll call my father and we'll all kind of maybe like, you know, reminisce. Um, you know, but but I find ways and things to do um, to kind of like treat myself and, you know, to, to live in honor, you know, in her memory. And, and so I guess this is what this episode is about for me, right? This episode... Um, is dedicated to my mother and all the mothers um, out there. Shout out to, you know, my little brother's wife, Adele. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. This is y'all's first Mother's Day. Um, hope to see y'all soon and hope to see my nephew soon. Um, but yeah, man, like, you know, this is, this is how I decided to honor her. Um, you know, to sit down, man, and just rap with y'all for a few minutes, you know, and kind of kind of sit and embellish in this moment and uh and appreciate it yo um so what else did I kind of want to rap about yo so talk about storytelling right I kind of I, I really want to go back to that um over you know the last the last year or so you know friends and and even people who aren't necessarily friends people who are I guess you could say fans people who listen listen and have listened to um, my past music, um, for those of you who maybe did not even know that I'm a musician, I'm an artist, um, you know, I've been making hip hop and neo soul music, 
um, since, I don't know, man, like, like the mid to late 2000s professionally or, you know, semi-professionally, um, you know, traveling and touring and, you know, making videos and putting out, you know, albums and, and whatnot. And so I haven't, you know, released a body of work in, in a few years. And, um, you know, and so, of course, a lot of my friends who are supportive of my career, um, you know, who know that I, I uh, originally moved to New York to pursue, you know, music, which is, you know, still, you know, for what it's worth, it's still a priority or still a, a goal of mine. Um, and where, you know, I have become synonymous with um, a J Electronica reference of, when you're going to drop that tape, nigga, you taking long. And, you know, to some people, it probably seems like Jay Lick will drop his album <laughs> before I do. You know, so everyone's like, yo, where's the music? Where's the music? What's up? And, you know, my best response is, yo, it's coming. It'll be here when it when it's here. And, and yes, like, I would love to have brand new music, like, right now. Now, granted, it also requires me to actually sit in the studio, you know, and really like dial in. Um, and I really just haven't necessarily been in like the time and the space to do that. But like most deaf has like this, this quote uh, where he was just talking, you know, about like, yo, you know, you get it when you get it. You know what I'm saying? And just when the music is finished and when it's done, like, yo, there, there is no, you know, no deadline. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's finished when, when I give it to you. Um, so I, you know, I say that to say I appreciate people asking and, you know, being concerned about, you know, the music and the art um, and just know that like it's in there and it's coming and, it, and it's like, yo, check. So, you know, being in New York is, you know, incredibly invigorating of a place and stimulating, overstimulating sometimes to the creative mind. Um, and so since being here, like it, it, it's like. It's like, you know, having that matrix moment where, you know, the veil comes up and you're now, um, you know, you're now being moved and, 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 and pushed and invigorated by other aspects um, of yourself that may have been dormant. Um, remember dormant. We're going to go back to that later. Um, that might have been dormant. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, yo. I'm, I'm, I'm being inspired to do things in different ways. Um, you know, last year, me and, you know, really good friend Jeremy, we um, curated our first um, photography installation where we also incorporated poetry. You know, that was dope. You know what I mean? It was called Photography Speaks of Poetry. And we documented, you know, our boroughs, respectively. He lives in Harlem. Um, I live in Brooklyn. And, you know, we used, you know, film photography only, like no digital, um, you know, and I wanted to tell a story about two boys, black boys from rural Arizona. Well, I'm from rural Arizona. He's, you know, he's from the city. Shout out Southside. Um, <laughs> you know, from Arizona, went to ASU, now, you know, transplanted themselves inside um, you know, a completely, entirely new, um, you know, cultural dichotomy here in New York. And I wanted us to, to, to capture um, 
capture the worlds we live in from, you know, literally from the frame and the lenses that we see it um, as outsiders. That was dope. Like that at that point, that's the story I wanted to tell. Right. So where, yes, music is still important and it reigns supreme. You know, I'm a child of hip hop like it governs me. But it wasn't necessarily the story I wanted to tell at that time. And like that's what's really been amazing about this whole experience over the last few years for me living, you know, living in New York is that I have found ways in which I can tell stories in different modes and mediums. And I think that's dope and I think it's beautiful. Um, yo, I don't know that, you know, if I was still back in Arizona that I would have gotten as deep into my photography um, as I have, you know what I'm saying? Like I was shooting and, you know, I might've done a few, sh you know, shoots and um, some weddings and things like that. But I don't know if I would have really dug deep into it um, and foster it um, or foster my eye, as, as, as we say, um, if, if, if I never would have been out here. Um, and so, you know, I take that in consideration because there was a very stretch of period of time or a very long stretch of period of time, rather, where I was just so, like, depressed because I wasn't making music. Like, I wasn't creating, like, you know, I, I, I had a, you know, enormous writer's block and I couldn't get through it. And I was just, yo, I was, I was stuck. Um, and it was only until after we did the photography show that I was able to have, like, this bird's eye view moment you know, take a step back and realize that although I wasn't making music, it, it doesn't mean that I wasn't creating. Like I was, I was pouring that energy um, and those ideas and that passion into something else entirely. I just didn't realize it. Like I didn't realize that, you know, I was, I was using the same kind of um, purpose and drive that I would put into creating an album and, and music um, or poetry into my photography, yo. Um, and that's kind of when, you know, just the light bulbs went up for me. It was like, yo, no, I may not be doing, you know, creative, you know, ventures in, in, in this context, but I'm not not being creative either. Like, I'm not just sitting on my hands. I am working. I'm doing something. And, and so that was really encouraging to me. You know, that was really encouraging. That was, you know, a, a really dope revelation of a moment for me. Um, and then, you know, it's just kind of been like a snowball effect from there, right? And I've been sitting on this podcast idea for well over a year. And I was like, oh, I want to start the show. And I want to talk about X, Y, Z. And I want to have, you know, these individual people on. Um, you know, and, you know, for, you know, dozens of reasons, I, I, didn't, I didn't start it at a time that, you know, I wanted to, or I should have, um, you know, and then, you know, January comes and I'm like, bump it, yo, we're just going to drop it. Um, and so once again, I'm at a place where it's like, yo, where's the music? Where's the music? And I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm telling a different story right now. And, you know, this is how I want to express myself. And this is how I want to connect and, and resonate with, resonate with people, you know what I'm saying? With listeners, um, you know, because the ears haven't changed is, is, is just the way in which you're receiving the message. Um, you know, but yo, I still talk very melodic. You got to get, you know what I'm saying? Some smooth jazz type shit when I rap, but, uh, <laughs> but nah, you know, and it's like, yo, 
I, I've, I've learned this thing about myself and is that I ultimately just want to tell stories. And so whether that is, you know, through poetry or, you know, spoken word and I'm performing, whether it's through being an MC, um, whether it's through singing, um, whether it's through photography, yo, and whether it's through this podcast, hey, I may take up painting next week, yo, shout out to Drew, like, yo, I may go down to Blick and pick up some stuff, I don't know, you know, I'm an artist, like, that's just what we do, like, we catch bugs and we just run with it, you know what I mean, um, but right now, I just want to tell stories in any medium that that comes across in, um, and I hope it's well received, I, 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 can only, I can only hope so, you know, my job as the artist is to create or construct this thing um, and give it to you. That's it. How you digest it and how you engage with it, um, it's totally without me. Like, we can talk about it, but how you receive these things um, is absent of me. My job is done once it hits the atmosphere. And, you know, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And, you know, I know, you know, Suede is, you know, he, he's, he's pushing me about, you know, like, yo, let's get this music done. And I'm like, I hear you, baby. We coming. We're coming. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Just give me a moment. Um, you know, and I know that when you get it, it's going to be dope and you're going to love it. And it's, it's going to be vibes. You know, you're going to appreciate it, though, when it does come. You know, so that's, that's kind of, yo, that's kind of how I feel, man. And, yo, I'm, I'm good. I'm in a good place right now, and I'm I'm happy to be able to you know do do this thing that um, I'm falling in love with, and yo, and to keep it a buck, yo, you know, we're not getting paid for this. Like this is just all off the strength. You know, what I mean, um, you know, we have an opportunity and we have access to be able to to do this show and you know promote it and produce it. Um, but more or less, yo, it's, it's a, you know, it's a small team, um, you know, behind here and yo, we, you know, we're fortunate to have some sponsors, but we're not making any dough off of this. Like everything that we do is coming out of pocket and I'm okay with that. So whether, you know, so whether or not, you know, the show blows up quote unquote, or, you know, we're able to kind of, you know, take it to the next level and do live shows and all these other things, you know, whether or not that happens, um, we're still going to be here and give you quality content um, because this is just something that I enjoy doing. And, you know, I'm I'm happy that you're here with me, I'm happy that you're listening, and I hope that you continue to do so. And, yo, man, we're going to rock regardless. We're going to rock regardless. Um, you know, and I, I approach it the same way as I would performing. You know, I've I've done shows where, you know, I've had hundreds of people in the audience. You know, I've done shows when I've had like 10 people. But I give you the same quality um, energy either way because you're going to feel it. You know what I mean? And, and, that's, and that's what I value. And I think that is what, uh, that is what I think the listeners hear and they appreciate. And that's what's coming through the airwaves. Yo, so before I wrap, um, you know, I kind of want to share, you know, a few lasting points. Um, I mentioned earlier about dormancy, and I kind of want to share this quote by Marshall Vandruff um, on dormancy. And so this is a quote that I had 
you know, typed up and printed out and I had it on my wall, um, you know, for about a year or so, you know, during a period of time where, you know, I felt like, you know, I wasn't doing a lot or doing enough and it, it kind of served as, as my reminder um, to myself to be patient um, with myself, right? And, uh, and, and uh, it, it goes like this. One reason that people have artist block is that they do not respect the law of dormancy in nature. Trees don't produce fruit all year long consistently. They have a point where they go dormant. And when you are in a dormant period creatively, if you can arrange your life to do the technical tasks that don't take creativity, you are essentially preparing for the spring when it will all blossom again. Um, yo, I, I, I love this quote. It speaks, you know, very, <laughs> very, very close and deeply to, um, you know, the artist condition of always feeling like we're not doing enough or we're not doing it the way we need to be doing and it's not coming, it's not flowing. Um, and, I, and I never really understood or really appreciated as, as you know, the quote says, I respected, um, you know, the, the, the beauty and the value that comes with periods of dormancy. And I think, you know, once we understand that or if you can understand it, um, you know, that'll go a long way to um, improving your creative uh, process and your creative approach. Excuse me. Caramel vanilla. Yo, this is the most amazing smelling tea. It's pretty delicious as well. Um, but this tea is phenomenal. Um, it's by a Big Low. I said caramel vanilla earlier. I was wrong. It's vanilla caramel. But um, it's very, very dope. Very dope. So yeah, y'all. So for those of you who are artists and creatives and, and um, you know, yo, don't feel the pressure. Well, I mean, like you're going to feel pressure, but don't push undue pressure on yourself um, as far as your art goes. And yo, like when it comes, it comes, you know, just constantly, you know, continue to create in the ways in which um, you need to, um, to sustain yourself and, you know, respect dormancy periods in your life. Yo, and, the, you know, you know, to kind of, to kind of, you know, stretch it from there. Yo, that can also be true as, as intimacy and romance and dating goes as well. Um, <laughs> yo, like a period of dormancy is okay. You know, I had a really good friend of mine, um, you know, just recently, you know, get out of a relationship, you know, and we we're just rapping about, you know, how, you know, he's been in back to back to back relationships. And I'm like, yo, you know, I think now is a really amazing opportunity that you have to kind of get back to basics with yourself and, you know, to relearn, you know, the things that you want and that you love and that. Um, you understand about yourself before plunging back into, you know, another relationship or situation. Um, and I think that's, I think that's important, right? Like we also need time to ourselves and, and it's okay to be, you know, to be alone. Like I think, you know, once you learn to enjoy your own company, um, you know, then you can kind of, you know, be in a position one day where you're sharing space and, you know, you can explain and cater to somebody in the way that 
you would want to be, you know, um, catered to because you've done it to yourself and with and for yourself. And so, you know, dormancy pops up um, in many ways and in, in forms um, in our in our world. Um, and I think understanding that and appreciating that there's real value in it. Um, I don't know. I, c- I could be talking out my ass, but I mean, you know, I've been single for some time. Um, granted, I'm also picky, and I learned that recently. But that's okay. That's a totally different conversation. We'll save that for um, the uh, the second roundtable discussion on dating. But yeah, man. And lastly, well, not lastly, almost lastly. Um, as I said, you know, this is my Mother's Day special. This is how I how I choose to honor her today. Um, you know, and hopefully, you know, you'll listen and, you know, you'll feel some kind of way about it. Um, here's, here's my thing about not just mothers, but parents. I have a really difficult time understanding how people cannot have relationships with their parents. Like outside of them being like verbally and physically or emotionally abusive. I, I don't know how you cannot have connection. Um, now, granted, this is from a person who has been without a parent um, for just, you know, under six years, right? So I'm speaking from a place of um, loss, right? So for me, um, you know, it, it, it's, 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 you know, it's simple mathematics, you know, as long as you have parents or parent figures who are alive and breathing on this place, every day you have an opportunity to reconcile and reconstruct a relationship. Um, I care very deeply about relationships. Um, and I think that those are the things that ultimately push us and drive us and sustain us to be the kinds of people that we want to be. Um, and yo, and, 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 you know, so when people are like, oh, me and my mom and me and my dad got in the fight and like bumped them. And I'm like, yo, you're wowling. You're wowling. Like, yo, I'd give my right arm a rib, my locks, like, and all the <laughs> teeth in my mouth to have an argument with my mother. You understand what I'm saying? Um, she passed away when I was 26. I'm 31 now. There have already been a lifetime worth of experiences, um, problems, situations, and issues that have happened in my life that I could have direly and desperately used her, her wisdom and her sage advice. Now, shout out to my dad. Like, I love the big homie. Um, but as y'all know, like, dads give slightly different kinds of advice <laughs> than mothers do. Um, and, you know... I needed mom advice. I needed my mom's advice, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm appreciative for, you know, the mother figures that I have that have stepped up in my life, like in her absence, um, you know, but of course, you know, there, it, it, it's not always the same. Right. And so, you know, it's, it's just very interesting to me. Um, like I said, I, I can't relate and, you know, and I'm, I apologize if, this sounds too harsh, right? 
Um, but if you have a parent that is alive and that is breathing, um, and like I said, that is, you know, outside of abuse um, in any capacity, right? Um, what, is, what is really a reason to not have a connection and a relationship with your mother or your father? Um, there's always time to get it right. You know, there's always time to get it right and, and you know, to start anew. You know, you know, Ye talks about, you know, his mom and hey mama and, you know, giving them roses while they can still smell them. Um, Y'all want to take it a step further. Yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to show you this garden that I have for you while you're able to still see them. And that's, and that's for anybody, right? That's just um, the greater value of relationships, you know? And, um, yo, you know, just take a moment you know, sit on that, you know, relationships in general, you know, I think, you know, are, are instrumental in, in that they help us, like I said, just to be the people that we need, that, that, that we need and want to be. And so, you know, that, you know, that, that's kind of my spill on it. And, and if I'm being entirely honest and candid, um, you know, uh, about relationships is that the last gift that my mother gave me um, was a second chance with my father. Um, you know, and those who are very close to me, that you know, I don't, I don't talk a great deal about my dad. Um, you know, I, I love him. Like that's my, you know, as pops. Um, you know, and he, you know. He loves me and, he, you know, he, he supports me, um, you know, and we've always just had, you know, a really basic, um, maybe even surface type relationship. My mother's passing, it, and, and it's, it's funny because I know she knew this. Like, I know, like, she knew this, like, on her way out because um, she knew everything. Um, my mother knew that her not being here was going to force and push me to rely on um, my father in a way that I never had to because she was there. Um, and so in her absence, um, the dam broke and the reservoir, um, you know, has gone wild. And so I still having my dad needing to attach and latch on um, to a person for, you know, comfort and emotional, you know, stability, um, you know, because of this, you know, me and my dad are able now to create and to have a relationship that, you know, we might have never had had my mother, you know, survived or still been here. It will just been like, oh, yeah, that's that's my dad. I love him and we keep it moving. Right. But now, like, I'm like, I have to I have to have this relationship with my father because the man is is all that I have. He's the only other parent that I have, and I'm not getting another one, um, you know. And I'm so thankful for that opportunity. You know, my parents, as I said in the dating episode, my parents are married for you know well over thirty years. Um, you know, so it's not like he wasn't there. You know, he 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 was he was around. Him being absent was only because he was also in the military. Um, and he traveled, you know, long periods of time for his job, right? 
Um, so yes, you know, he, he missed a great deal of things during, um, my formative years and, and, and things like that, you know, but because of the reality that we both live in now, um, he, he gets an opportunity to have a relationship and develop a relationship with his son in a way that he wasn't able to because my mother was there and I get to, you know, have this, you know, longing relationship that I've always kind of really wanted to have with my father, um, that I, I never really put the same degree of energy into because, you know, my mother was here and, and, and she sustained me, um, and, and, and fed me and gave me, you know, gave to me in a way that, you know, I needed, you know, so I didn't think that, um, you know, I needed to have the kind of relationship, um, you know, like that with my, with my dad. And so, you know, now, now, you know, I, I look at it as, um, being very fortunate to be able to do so. And, and it's hard, yo, it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, especially as, as a man, as two men, um, you know, I know a lot of times my father sees me still as <laughs> a very, you know, small chubby boy, um, and his baby. And I'm like, yo, man, like, yes, I'm your baby, but I'm not a baby. Like I'm a man. And, um, you know, we're learning to learn and understand each other as men, um, you know, and as father or son, it is not easy. You know, it is difficult. And sometimes things get lost in translation and, um, you know, communication is, is, is bugged, but, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I have and I'm thankful, um, you know, that I get to have it, you know, and, 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 and that's kind of how I, how I feel about it. I feel like, you know, my mother gave me this last gift, um, and it was, you know, to, to love my father in a way that, you know, um, I never had before, you know, and so I say all that to say that, um, reconciliation, um, is a beautiful thing and it's something to take advantage of if you have the opportunity to, um, you know, your life is short, our lives are short, the precious, um, and, you know, our existence in itself is ever fleeting. And if you have the chance and the opportunity, yo, call your people, call your mother, call your father, call your grandparents, call your people, tell them that you love them, thank them, support them and encourage them. Um, yo, and that's it. That's all I got to say about that. Um, y'all told y'all keep it brief. Um, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, pay the bills, pay the bills. Last and foremost, yo, thank you for supporting the show. Um, thank you for supporting me, supporting the guests. Um, you know, this was dope though. This was dope. Like I think every now and then, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of have an, an episode, um, where I can decompress. I can, you know, pull away from the interview side of the table, um, and pull up on the other side um, you know, and, and offer some candor, um, every now and then. And I think, I think we'll do this. I think, you know, every few episodes I'll have, you know, in, in, an episode like this will, where I can just rap with y'all and I can, you know, I can expound on, on a few things that, you know, I've been thinking about and, and, and wrestling with and, um, yo, support the show, um, continue to share it, um, you know, and listen, absolutely listen to the show, but yo, 
you know, don't ghost me. Like, don't listen and be like, oh, man, that was dope. And then keep it moving. Like, listen and like it. Uh, write a review for it. You know, tell your friends, tell your mama, your mama's mama, your grandparent, you know, Day Day and Pookie. Like, tell everybody. Um, but leave us reviews, you know, five stars, please. Because I kind of feel like I'm giving you five-star quality work. Um, but I need that. You know, the, those 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 analytics are the only way that we'll, we'll be able to, you know, push the show and get it to where we need it to be and to the to the to the masses so people can really rock with it, you know, in in its full, you know, intent. And it's wild because I, I, I never really understood the value of leaving or leaving a review until now. Right. Um, you know, so, yo, go to iTunes. You can leave a review from your phone. You can leave it from the Internet. Go to iTunes. Go to our, you know, go to the to the page where the, the podcast is. Leave us a review. Yo, even if it's just like, yo, this was dope. That's it. You could be like, yo, thank you. This was fresh. That's it. Leave us a review. It doesn't have to be a long, thought out, um, you know, diatribe. Like, it doesn't have to be any of that. But I do need them. Um, so wherever you listen, leave a review, like it, you know, reblog it, share it, um, whether it's on SoundCloud, Google Play, um, or iTunes or your podcast app. Leave us a review. Um, I really appreciate it. I need that. Um, last shout out, shout outs. Um, shout out to all the, uh, the mothers. Shout out to all the mothers today. Um, shout out to all first time mothers. And this is their first Mother's Day. Um, I think there's something very um, magical and fantastical about experiencing like your first Mother's Day, man. And I definitely, I definitely look forward to that one day with, you know, my future wife and mother, of, you know, my future children. Cause I want a lot. That's a different conversation. Um, yeah. So shout out to all the mothers. Um, shout out to, uh, yo, shout out to Shaded and Faded, the fucking podcast, yo. Um, they just celebrated, uh, their one year anniversary. Um, yo, shout out to Suma, Janelle, um, two amazing and really dope, um, sisters, yo, continue to create, um, you know, quality product and, um, and content, yo, and, you know, I'm proud of y'all and keep pushing. Um, I know y'all got dreams and you're trying to, you know, take it to the next level. I support it. You know, I'm a fan. Um, keep rocking. Um, shout out to my sister S. Um, she just, uh, recently, um, on my father's birthday, I might add, um, showcased her first solo exhibition of her work. Uh, my sister is a mixed media artist. I'll put her information in the, uh, the show notes. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, uh, you know, go and be by her side and be in Indianapolis and, um, help her, you know, set up the show, you know, put pieces up, um, you know, and, you know, really see people engage with her work. Um, and feel a way about it that I've always felt about it. Like, I've always loved my sister's art. Um, f- you know, little story. You know, my sister came out of the out of the graffiti era of um, the late 80s. You know what I'm saying? So we used to live in Germany back in the 80s. And so, you know, it was back when graffiti, you know, had just really, you know, crossed, you know, like the continental divide. Um, and it found its way to Germany. And so, you know her taking those, you know, those skills and those trades from New York and her experiences when we were kids in Germany coming home. And I, was just, I just remember, you know, going on runs with her and, you know, we would go, 
you know, we would go bombing as a kid. I'm probably like six or seven, you know, she's like 12, 13. And like, we're like in like underground ditches and like pipelines and we're bombing, um, you know, and I'll, I'll never forget those moments, man. And so I've always been a fan of her art and her work. And I'm just extremely proud and happy for her. And um, yeah, man, she's dope. She's uh, every reason I'm dope. And uh, yo, I think that's uh, I think that's all I got for uh, for our shout outs. Um, yo, that's it. Short and sweet. Episode six. Um, we'll see you in a few weeks with uh, with our next follow up. And yo, we're going to end it just like this um, per usual. Yo, continue to push the needle, stretch the margins and shift the culture. This is for those who know. Peace.